Now, Prof, you know, has the Fangolin fiction always been a concern? Now, in the fight, uh, in fighting the pandemic, we've recently learned and seen in India where doctors are coming out and saying that um, this fungal infection is deadly. Um, they're calling it, I think, the black black virus, if I'm not mistaken. And, uh, you know, what do we know about this infection? Right, so um, fungal infections are actually caused by, by several different types of fungi. And for patients that end up in ICUs, regardless of whether they are COVID positive or not, um, fungal infections is a risk. So it has always been sort of with us in these critically ill patients. Um, what makes it a bit more concerning for COVID patients is the fact that um, certain changes that happens during um, COVID, especially in the immune system and also in blood sugar levels, actually predispose these patients to these fungal infections. Um, so the, the one that, that is from India, the so-called black fungus, has now received a lot of press because it can be quite disfiguring because the, the way that they treat these fungal infections, because they spread so very quickly, is actually through surgery. And um, this fungus can infect the eyes and the nose and the sinuses and eventually spread from there to the brain. So obviously, if you have to surgically intervene and, and operate on somebody's eyes and maybe remove an eye to save the life, that is not a very good situation. But in fact, fungal infections, there are a lot more, I want to say, dangerous fungal infections. Um, some of them that are well-known in hospitals, that spread in hospital environments and so on. So there's been various reports from all over the world about fungal infections in COVID patients. Now, just uh, not only looking at COVID patients, uh, just to deviate, um, you know, the fungal infections, we've heard of cases or we know of cases of people going into hospital, whether they have uh, kidney issues and so on. And, uh, you know, where a person is expected to recover and uh, they lose their lives. And uh, then it is uh, a family is told that uh, it was an infection that they did not pick up on early. Is this some of the cases of fungal infection? Definitely, definitely. Um, Patients that have um, underlying issues like diabetes or kidney issues or cancer or so on can be infected by fungi. And the difficult thing about picking up these infections is that the initial symptoms are not really unique to fungal infection. So it's general things like fever and headaches and so on. And hospitals in general do not routinely screen patients for fungal infections. They might start off thinking it's a bacterial infection and maybe initiate treatment for bacterial infections, which do not help against fungal infections. And only later on, if that doesn't work, they would consider fungal infections. Now, in terms of South Africa and uh, the situation that we are dealing with, uh, it's a global pandemic. Um, just looking at uh, South Africa, maybe the region, is, is there a type of a common commonality in the fungi or are we looking at different uh, fungis in, in different areas? Um, some of the fungi are what we call worldwide. So um, we have fungi on our body and in our gastrointestinal tract, so in our, in our gut, that live with us and do not cause problems. So those are common to all people everywhere. And only if you are immune compromised or you have some other problems can those fungi suddenly come out and start causing infections. So that is one that would be present everywhere. That's um, what we often call a candida. So um, many women would also be familiar with it as the, the fungus that causes normal yeast infections, um, um, vaginal infections. And then 
we have other fungi that are more associated with certain areas in the world. So in sub-Saharan Africa and in South Africa, because of our high HIV burden, one of the fungi that is of great concern in this region is actually a fungus that you can inhale. So it's called cryptococcus and it can spread from the lungs to the brain. And it is one of the defining characteristics of late stage AIDS is the presence of this fungus in the brains of patients. Now, what have been the outcomes of patients who have developed the fungal infections in the country, just generally speaking? So generally, if you have a systemic fungal infection, so it spreads through organs in the body, the outcomes are not good. Um, We have limited numbers of antifungal drugs that we can use. And many of these fungi, just like bacteria, are developing resistance to these antifungal drugs. So um, in in studies that have been done pre-COVID in terms of your your mortality, so how many, what are your chances of dying from a fungal infection? It's anything from 30 to 50%. So that is incredibly high. And that is why we see these numbers of people that die worldwide every year, more than a million people um, that succumb to fungal infections. Now, in terms of we touched on uh, the the black fungus now in mm-hmm. that's prevalent in India, and you mentioned obviously the different types of uh, well the surgeries that need to take place to deal with or to to get rid of the the fungus in in the system. Um, how can hospitals be proactive mm. in in dealing with uh, uh, you know fungal infections? Where if it's it's something that you can catch at a hospital or can get or are exposed to in a hospital environment, how do we ensure that uh, you know those circumstances are mitigated? Where uh, maybe patients can then have uh, be lucky and get early early detection before they lose their lives. Yeah, that's important. Um, the one thing that makes this difficult is because many of the fungi are the the spores are spread in the air. So it's very difficult to prevent people from breathing in the spores. It's it's next to impossible. But some of the other fungi can survive, especially the one that I talked about that is associated with hospital environments. Um, it is a very resistant fungus. It survives well on surfaces. It survives on the skin um, and can actually be spread from one person to another. So that's an example of of actually the only fungus that we know of that regularly spreads between people. So in the case of that one, it's important to follow proper disinfectant um, protocols to clean surfaces, to wash hands. So those normal things that you do to prevent infections in hospital is very important in the sense of these fungal infections as well. The other fungus that I talked about that is part of the human microbiome, so it's part of the normal bacteria and fungi that you carry with you, is very difficult to prevent. Um, The only thing that can actually be done is to make sure that the patients that you suspect would be susceptible to these infections. So there's a list of risk factors associated with patients. So if you have a patient, for instance, that is diabetic or that has cancer or some immune compromising situation, you need to be vigilant. And if you see symptoms, always keep the fact that they might have a fungal infection in the back of your mind so that you can start treatment very early.